welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice and a passion for lifelong vitality. I call midlife and menopause the passion portal an initiation into the most vital, creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life, if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, from the Taoist perspective, your sexual energy, also known as your libido, is not just about sex, it's the foundation of everything. Your mental and physical health, your creativity, and so much more. It's your personal holy grail, your personal wellspring of vitality, and midlife is the perfect time to tap into it. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices that support you in reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your inner goddess, and aligning with your true desires so that you can rebirth your life and rock your third chapter like a queen. If you're done feeling like you're being put out to pasture, you are in the right place. I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, we're in the midst of a renaissance here. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging, and reclaiming our sensuality has everything to do with it. I believe that turned-on, seasoned women will lead the way in creating a new world where everyone gets to thrive. These are no ordinary times, and you, my friend, are no ordinary woman. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. It's always such an honor and a privilege to have you here tuning into the podcast. I'm always really over the moon that you're here. And if you're brand new to my world, brand new to the podcast, big welcome to you. Thrilled that you're here as well. And I hope you find something here for you, something useful, supportive, and maybe even inspiring. Who knows? I'm just really excited that you're here giving this a try. So if you listen to the intro, you know that my work is all about helping women or supporting women, really reconnecting to their own unique expression of the sacred feminine, this feminine energy that is rising on the planet. And there's a, a lot backing that up. And my my whole thing is like the inquiry, really, the exploration of how is this energy rising in you? Because your expression of this energy is as unique as your fingerprint. And I think many women, many folks in a female body have potent access to it, which we're going to talk about in this episode. And I feel that women coming into midlife or well within midlife, third chapter women, have really potent access to it. We have an invitation, really, um, from from the Shakti energy, from the feminine energy, to get really real with this essence that, again, is rightfully yours, your birthright. So my work is all about that, helping you connect with that and strengthening your connection to that, giving you practices so you can truly embody it, so this energy will be there for you. And uh, so you can just, again, utilize it to really live your life fully expressed. Because let's face it, over the past, what, 3,000, maybe 5,000 years of patriarchy, we've had a gross overpolarization of the masculine principle, which has led to um, a real crush, really, of the feminine principle. And that's changing. Things are changing. And a lot of people are starting to wake up 
and wanting change to happen. And it's um, a really beautiful thing. And I feel privileged to um, be offering this work as a small contribution to that shift that we're all coming into. Um, Some would call it new earth. And um, yeah, I feel like it's about bringing the balance back and, you know, really bringing these principles back that have been, again, not really, you know, grounded or um, embodied on the planet in any sustainable way for, for thousands of years. So welcome. So in this week's episode, we're going to dive into what is feminine energy. I just want to, you know, do a real simple episode on this. I probably spoke about it in different ways and different episodes, but just to really underscore what exactly is feminine energy, I'm going to give you my perspective, which comes from my lived experience, of course. And um, how do we know when we're cut off from it? And also, how do we tap into it and embody it, which is a big passion of mine and what I do here. So before we dive in, I just want to remind you that um, our free Breathwork Journey membership is open and waiting for you. If you have not signed up already, it's called Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys. It's totally free and you can sign up and in, in that membership, you'll read all about it. The link is in the show notes, but I guide women through you know feminine spiritual practice of breathwork movement and sound, which we're going to be talking about in this episode. Um, so you can really get a felt sense of your unique and authentic expression of the feminine. So that's waiting for you if you want to take that on. And again, this podcast really will make more sense and be most useful to you if you do have some kind of feminine embodiment practice going on for yourself. And that's why I created that free breathwork membership to really support you in that. So hope to meet you in there. All right, so let's dive into this episode's content. What exactly is feminine energy? And how do we know when we're cut off from it, which I think is important to underscore and and look at, and how do we tap into it and embody it? Because it's not just a concept or an idea. The feminine is all about spirit into matter. It really is about that um, experience of feeling this energy come alive in your body. So what exactly is this mysterious energy? I know the, the word feminine even can really trigger a lot of people, and I get it. There's a lot of trauma around this, actually. And uh, there could be a lot of fear, a lot of mistrust, a lot of confusion. So I'll I'll do my best to unpack what what I what I experience from the sacred feminine, and um, maybe it'll resonate with you. Just try it on, you know. Just see what if it serves. If it serves, great. If not, you know, just chuck it. Takes what serves and leave the rest. Is like I like to say that a lot. So sacred feminine energy, and I do believe it's sacred. It's life force. It's a continuum. And it's in all of us. It's in, I think, all of life, all of humans especially. And the Sanskrit word, if you're familiar with yoga and you know the that form of meditation, Sanskrit is a language that um, is very alive, right? So the Sanskrit word for the feminine essence or energy is Shakti. And if you have um, the space to do that right now, maybe just say that word Shakti. And just see if you can feel that in your body. That's what Sanskrit is all about, really. It's like an invocation of whatever the word is. It like brings that energy alive. So hence the name of my business is Shakti Core, because I love that so much. Really, that um, the aliveness is really what the feminine is all about. It's not something that we can study from an intellectual um, level, really, and get anywhere. You know, you might even get yourself more confused. It's very much about embodiment, which makes it, you know, such a challenge for people to grasp. And um, so that, yeah, that word Shakti, 
is something that you can maybe say to yourself on a regular basis. And that can start even um, just from that word alone can start to activate you um, in, in the feminine essence. So what this essence is, it's yin power, if you're more familiar with the terms yin and yang. And yin power is different from yang power, right? Masculine. We live in a very masculine yang world. So this is a different kind of power that is often seen um, as a weakness because we've been really confused about what feminine power really is, right? But it really is the source of all life and orgasm. It's a source of sustainable sexual energy. I mean, just to get right into it, what I mean by sexual energy is that life force energy that sustains all life, you know? So it's not just about sex by any means. This is the foundation of everything. And women have potent access to it, or some women, if you are a feminine um, dominant person, um, have potent access to it. And how do you know if you're more of a feminine dominant person? Well, the way I like to explain it to people is if you are a woman who wants more, if maybe you have a lot of masculine practices in your life, maybe your work is very masculine, maybe you have masculine spiritual practices, um, most forms of meditation and yoga are masculine, and maybe you're just totally fine with that, right? Or maybe you've been engaging in that and you're like, wait, there's more. What am I missing? You know, or maybe you do a lot of um, fitness stuff and you love it. And I love that stuff too. Believe me, I used to teach in fitness for many, many years, but there's something in you that's stirring. That's like, hmm, I want more. There's something, something I'm missing. Yeah. And, or maybe you've done a clinical approach to healing a pelvic floor issue, seen a physical therapist or something. And you're like, okay, that helped a bit. And I want more. What's the more? The more from my perspective is the feminine and it has everything to do with sensuality and pleasure and, and so much more. So women who do have a strong feminine essence have potent access to it once they have the tools again to tap into it. And that, you know, comes from having an awareness of when we're not tapped into it, which we'll talk about. Um, so I would just want to underscore this too. The, it's expression through you, this essence, is as unique as your fingerprint. Feel free to do an eye roll there if that sounds corny, but it is the best way to explain it. There's no one way to be feminine. There's no right way to be feminine. This expression through you is so unique and it is, you know, never has never been presenced on this planet before you during your lifetime or even after you. This is how unique you are. You are an amazing, magnificent, magical being. And this feminine essence wants to express through you. And again, unique as your fingerprint. And I, again, I want to say that midlife is the perfect time to tap into it and embody it. And why do I say that? Well, from the Taoist perspective, and you heard me say this in the intro, if you listen to the intro, um, midlife and menopause are called second spring. It's considered to be a complete spiritual and, and sensual and sexual rebirth. And coming from the perspective of that our sexual energy is that life force, that it, um, it's the foundation of everything. So when we hit midlife, we get a series of wake-up calls. I like to call them wake-up calls from Shakti. And this could be um, having a wild time emotionally. This can be like disruptions in your personal life and intimacy. This could just be a deep desire and yearning for more. And yet society is telling you um, you're done. You're being put out to pasture, right? I'm calling BS on that. We need to re really gain authorship of our story here if we want to thrive. 
it is a wake up call. It is a time to, you know, reconnect, rejuvenate, do some healing work, which is not necessarily easy. It's, this is, you know, really courageous work to reclaim those parts of us that, um, you know, we've been disassociated from for valid reasons. And, um, yeah, so it, midlife is the perfect time. There's so much energy. I like to call menopause the passion portal. And uh, it seems to be, for a lot of women, a stirring of really waking up. And quite often that comes in as strong emotions like rage and just seeing the cracks of what's not working. That's good. That's good news because then you can start to you know make the changes and choices to take back your agency. So that's my very oversimplified explanation of what feminine energy is. We could probably talk for days about this, but it's an essence and it's, um, I think, I think of it as oceanic. If you want to think in terms of elements, the feminine, um, connected to the elements here is of water and earth, right? So I think of the ocean a lot when I think of the feminine, it's like this infinite oceanic realm or like a strong, powerful flowing river, but the, the, the key there is that movement of water is a big part of the feminine. There's also an earth element to the feminine, which is the web that connects us all. When you think of root systems underneath the ground that connect all these life forms of trees and plants and mushrooms, that's the feminine. Yeah. So it, it is about really embracing both of those elements and we all have all of them in us, but fire and air is more the masculine realm and water and earth are more of the feminine realm. And again, these parts of us could be kind of shamed and disconnected to for really valid reasons because it hasn't really been safe to land the feminine in, you know, thousands of years. But now that's changing and <laughs> we can take back our agency. So what are some of the clues um, that you can look for when you to, to let you know that you're cut off from your feminine? And this is going to look different for every woman, and you'll have your own clues that start to surface once you start to do this work of reclamation. But I'll just give you a list of what I've come up with, what have been good indicators for me. So you may feel like you're in go mode all the time on that hamster wheel, on that treadmill, and you can't get off. It doesn't feel good to your body. It doesn't feel good in your skin. And if you have a more masculine energy, that might feel great to you. That might feel totally fine. However, if you have a more feminine energy that hasn't been able to express and be embodied, um, it's not going to feel good. So you're going to be like, get me off of this thing, <laughs> you know, get me off. I want off. So if, if you feel like you're in go mode all the time and it never stops, like that's a good indicator. You may feel wired and tired as a result of that treadmill. And that has to do with our stress hormones as well. When we go, 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 we, we start to get in the habitual um, habit, habit of creating stress hormones of adrenaline and cortisol, which are useful in a pinch when we really need them. But when they become you know, our lifestyle, it just feels really, you know, off for everybody. But specifically, if you have a strong feminine essence that wants to be embodied, you're going to be more of a canary in a coal mine for this. It's going to really feel like raw, like wired and tired does not feel good almost to the point where I cannot function. Yeah. And those stress hormones can really run us into the ground and, and they can be quite addictive. So you might, again, just feel like 
tanked in that way. That was definitely my case back when I started this whole journey. You may feel disconnected from your sensuality and pleasure, of course, right? We disassociate from that part of us that is sensual. And pleasure, by the way, is is a direct line to your sacred feminine. Your sensuality is the way in. And um, if you have an aversion to that, I understand this could be a trauma response. Um, you know, you've been told so many things about your sensuality and experienced so many things about your sensuality and pleasure that it might not feel safe right now, but you can create safety and reclaim it. But um, yeah, you could just feel really disconnected and numb. You know, pleasure, what the hell is that? That kind of feeling, like what a frivolous waste of time even could be something that comes up. And if that's bothersome to you, you're like, oh, there's more. Um, yeah, then that could be a, a red flag in a way. You may also feel create um, cut off from your creativity. So your creative life force is that that feminine flow. And if it's not happening for you, um, you know, your creativity just feels really dried up. This could be an indicator that your feminine is screaming for attention because, you know, this sexual energy, this life force energy is not just about sex. It's about everything. It's about how we, you know, give our gifts to the world in, in the most authentic way, in a way that feels good. And um, how we create what we're here to create. And if we are cut off from the feminine, we are cut off from that creative, creative life force. You may also feel like you're giving too much. That feeling of giving from an empty cup, which, oh my gosh, I think every woman can relate to. <laughs> it's really uh, not a good feeling. And yet so many women are operating out of that. And here's the thing. When you start to really tap into your own source of power in this way, your own feminine essence, you start to really fill your cup naturally, you know? You see, from the Taoist perspective, our heart and our breasts are what's called the positive poles for women. This is how we give to the world. This is how we love. This is how we, um, you know, penetrate the world, if you will, like put ourselves out there in the world. And if we are not connected to our feminine essence, and, and that ability to rejuvenate and replenish ourselves with pleasure and uh, feminine practices, we're going to feel like we're giving from an empty cup. We're cut off from that life force of our erotic power, of our Shakti. And here's the thing, you can turn it around with, with feminine practice. You start to fill up your cup and give from abundance is where we, I think, all want to be, right? Because we, we want to give, we want to give our gifts to the world, and yet you want to feel good doing it. So that could be one of the symptoms, too, of just feeling like, oh, I feel like I'm giving too much, I'm dried up, people are taking too much from me. That that kind of um, you know narrative, definitely you want to feel into, um, that, that might be your feminine screaming for attention. And you might also feel... Um, really overwhelmed by your emotions and really not sure how to to work with your emotions, right? Our emotions are, are the feminine realm. And there's been so much conditioning and shaming around that. If you've ever been told that you're too much, you know what I'm talking about. And here's the thing, our emotions are really meant to empower us, inform us. There's so much deep wisdom there when we start to really learn how to tap in to the the magnificence really of our emotional palette and um there again wisdom for us is there but also wisdom for everyone in our domain really benefits when we are in touch with our own emotional intimacy and intelligence and 
the thing about the feminine that's so important to get, I know I've said this in previous episodes, is that um, you know, masculine spiritual practice is about observing life, of being, you know, the witness. And the feminine, it's about allowing life to flow through us, to move through us, to be moved by life. And unless we are allowing our emotions to flow and move us and feel our emotions, life is going to become kind of flat and meaningless. It's just the way it works. For more of a masculine person, when they're cut off from that that stillness and clarity, that's when their life can feel really meaningless. But for a more feminine person or the feminine side of you, if if you get caught off from that, you know, feeling of that flow, like how does my emotion want to move through me, my passion, my joy, my ecstasy, but also my grief, my rage. And there are practices to support you in that, you know, containers where you can absolutely create that for yourself. And um, we'll talk about that more in a moment. But um, a big part of it is to give permission and space for your full emotional range so you can feel fully alive. And you also may feel that the real you is, is not seen. This is a big one, especially as we enter midlife. So many women feel unseen. They can feel a stirring within of all this aliveness wanting to come through. And yet they're kind of met with this uh, um, being put out to pasture thing, which is such BS. <laughs> you know, It's just the worst thing in the world, in my opinion. When a woman is fully you know, ready to come into her power, you know, all of a sudden the world isn't seeing her. We're like, what the hell? And that could be a disconnect from your feminine because once you start to really, again, connect with this this essence and embody this essence, allowing this life to move through you, you will be seen, I promise you. And um, you might have to get really better at boundaries and, you know, you're going to get a lot more attention. So that could be scary. I get that. And yet um, you want to, you know, be discerning about what energy you let in. Absolutely. And yet you have every right to be seen. The feminine in all of us wants to be seen, wants to be celebrated for the unique gifts and light and radiance and love that she brings, you know, the passion she brings to the world. So yeah, being seen is a big part of it. Being unseen is when we're disconnected to this life force energy. And also being unheard, like you're not being heard is another big complaint, I think. And when we reconnect to the feminine, uh, you know, our authentic expression, our voice automatically shifts and gets stronger. There's a strong connection, even physiologically, to you know the throat and the yoni. They're, they're, uh, the tissue is almost identical, first of all, on the anatomical level, but there's an energetic connection as well. So when we start to really do practices that awaken the pelvis, that awaken the yoni, and also we do practices that we explore sound, sound is a big part of awakening the feminine, you start to reconnect these two power centers and your your voice is heard. <laughs> you know, you become, you know, more clearly heard and understood. And um, yeah, but definitely a symptom of being cut off is not being heard. And that sucks. Nobody wants that. You also may feel disconnected to your own unique beauty. Now, I know beauty can be a triggering word for so many women, rightfully so, because beauty has been really hijacked in the patriarchy. And We've been really fed a toxic mimic of what beauty is. What, what beauty really truly is, is your own unique essence and light, your radiance moving through you, moving through your body, your cells. That's all, you know? And once we get that, it, it becomes way less complicated, first of all. And we just get to own it. We get to own your own beauty. And that can heal so many things. 
there's a um, deep wounding around this, I think universally, uh, the wounded feminine around beauty specifically, where women feel less than, they feel diminished in another woman's presence if she is in her beauty, her radiance. There's all kinds of weird competition that can go on. This is not the natural state of a fully expressed woman. A fully expressed woman in her feminine it doesn't have any space or time for that. She's so enraptured with her own essence. She has no time to be jealous or feel less than with another woman. You know, it's just, it's more of a collaboration that happens, I find. So yeah, so it can do amazing things when we reconnect to our feminine and really get right with beauty is a big part of the work. You may have difficulty creating boundaries. And I talked about this a little bit with the with the voice, but what I found to be true is when women start to really embody their own unique essence, their feminine essence, boundaries become almost effortless because of all the things I just said above. You just you're just owning it. You're in it. You're and your essence, your energy, your frequency, even speaks way louder than your words. Although you will find the words, but your um, your frequency will help create boundaries. And it's hard to understand unless you really experience it yourself. You'll, you'll see what I mean. Your, your essence gets stronger. Boundaries become a lot easier. Um, another thing you may experience is your libido might be missing in action. And by libido, I mean just your passion, your mojo, not just for sex, but for everything, <laughs> for life itself. And again, the feminine principle is all about having life move through us, opening. The work really is about opening to life, opening to pleasure, to love, to emotion, to, to the aliveness of life. And um, when we are shut down, we have blocks, when we're not allowing that, that flow to happen for many valid reasons, our libido is going to feel empty. It's going to feel tanked. Um, but when we start to open up and do the work again of releasing blocks, integrating trauma and blocks, this energy starts to flow and boom, libido comes back full force, regardless of age. This has nothing to do with age, I assure you. And one more I want to share here, like your inner critic might be running the show. That's another um, indicator, right? That we're cut off from the feminine when our inner critic is in the driver's seat. And this happens to all of us. All of these things happen to all of us. It's just a matter of noticing, getting that awareness so you can say, oh, yeah, I need to attend to my feminine. So our inner critic, our inner saboteur, that's got so many nicknames at this point, it doesn't really do us any good. I mean, there's some information that we might need to hear from this part of us, but honestly, for so many of us, it's it's at the driver's wheel. And what I found to be true, when a woman starts to open up and really let this feminine flow happen through her, uh, the inner critic takes a back seat and maybe even ends up in the trunk of the car like, you know, to maybe be heard from once in a while when it's useful. But we get a much more empowered relationship with this um, part of us where it's not running the show and making the all important life decisions for you. Not a good thing. So when the feminine is, it, when the feminine is in the, the driver's seat, again, um, your inner critic will take its proper place and you'll get more in the habit of saying like, oh, thanks for sharing. That can be useful. Yeah, um, we'll, 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 catch, we'll catch up with you later kind of conversation rather than, oh my God, I have to listen to all this inner critic voice that's happening because I don't know what's going to happen if I don't. That's just a sign that your feminine wants some attention. 
So yeah, those are just a few things that I've noticed in this work uh, through the years that um, are good indicators that I'm disconnected to my own feminine or women are disconnected to their feminine, women that um, are in my world, clients, etc. And you might come up with your own list. I highly encourage you to do that. How do you know when you're cut off from your own feminine essence? A great thing to journal on. So now I just want to launch into, well, great, how do we reconnect? It's good to know that we're disconnected. How do we reconnect and get sustainable access to this amazing life force energy, you might ask? Well, I've got some tools for you. And basically, it's a lot simpler than we think. If we just remember that the feminine is about opening to life, right? Opening to having life move through us. That is really the most important concept to get. You know, it's not about observing life, managing life at all. It's about being in it, like you know, allowing us ourselves to feel the aliveness of life is really what it is. And uh, ironically, Joseph Campbell, who, you know, was a, a masculine guy, he had strong connection to the feminine, though. That guy did a lot of work around the goddess. And uh, he has a beautiful quote that I'm going to paraphrase here, but it's something along the lines of, I don't really think people are seeking, he must've been talking about feminine people. He also taught um, at Sarah Lawrence too, which is at the time an all women's college for a time. And um, he said, basically, I don't really think what people are seeking is um, the meaning of life rather, which is a masculine way of looking at it, right? They're seeking the experience of feeling fully alive. He said something to that effect. And I think, bam, that's it right there. You know? So if you remember that, you'll understand your own feminine a lot better. And, but there are definitely, you know, practices and tools that, that bring us there that help to create safety because we want to create safety for, for the feminine. It hasn't been safe for thousands of years, personally, collectively. So a big part of my work is, you know, holding strong containers where you can start to really cultivate your own safety around opening to life, opening to pleasure. And how we do that is through, the breath. Breath is key. So that's why, again, that that breathwork uh, membership that I started is really about supporting you in that. And the way I teach the breath is um, based or steeped in the feminine principles of gently working with the body so you can open more to life, open more to pleasure, open more to your emotional range, open more to, again, this feeling of being fully alive. So breathwork, the way I teach it, is very much about that. It's a conscious connected breath where we ride the wave of the breath in in a very structured container so that you can experience that. And also within that breathwork journey, we bring in movement. And in our breathwork journey, the way we work with it, I'll invite you in to allowing some movement to happen. Some real subtle pelvic movement our nickname for this in um, some of my containers, we call it tail dancing. But as we breathe in that way and bring that pelvic movement in, it starts to reconnect you with your, your own unique essence of the sacred feminine. And as we breathe again into the heart space, into the womb space, and then into the pelvis, this, this energy has space to start to stir and move, which is what she wants to do. <laughs> so you start to get that real felt sense of your own feminine. Another thing that we weave into the breath work is sound, sound. Um, again, we talked about the throat and being heard, having that voice heard. 
And sound is one of the most powerful tools we have for healing the feminine, reconnecting to the feminine. Really, it's that that trifecta, really, of the breath and the movement and the sound that are super powerful. So in these breathwork journeys, I invite you to sound, you know, making the whatever sound your body wants to make. If you're feeling an emotion, what's the sound associated with that emotion, for example? And again, the only way to really feel this is to experience it in your own body. And when your throat starts to open, your yoni becomes more alive as well. It's really powerful stuff. And of course, pleasure, right? Pleasure, again, as I said, is a portal into the sacred feminine. So just bringing more pleasure into your life and not just like having, um, I don't know, just a pleasurable experience, but really training your nervous system to feel safe at receiving pleasure, whether it's just um, enjoying an amazing cup of coffee or sitting in the sunshine or smelling an amazing scent, which is something we work on in the breathwork journey as well, like an essential oil or a flower or something like that, but just really creating safety in your own nervous system so that you can receive more pleasure. It's a big part of what we work with in the breathwork but also in your life, out there in your life. You could just start to, you know, take little doses, micro doses of pleasure to create more safety. And again, your experience of sensual pleasure is a direct line into your sacred feminine essence. All right. So that's all for this episode. I just wanted to, again, give you a down and dirty on that. And of course, if that was speaking to you, I'd love to see you in Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys. And of course, a link for that is in the show notes. Bye for now. I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core breathwork journeys. This is a free membership. And when you sign up, you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy. So this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice. So I have a whole bunch of content for you. When you join, you can learn all about the breath and how I use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light, and get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you, but even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please, sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.